You are listening to Around the ABO, the podcast for official news and stories around Alternative Baseball Organization. And now, here's your host, the founder and CEO of Alternative Baseball, Taylor Duncan. Salutations, everyone, and welcome to Around the ABO, the official podcast for Alternative Baseball and the movement to hashtag power through perceptions throughout hashtag our pastime. For those who don't know, Alternative Baseball provides the authentic baseball experience for teens and adults ages 15 years of age with autism and other disabilities, promoting enrichment of social skills, physical skills, and fostering of friendships for life on and off the baseball diamond. On today's podcast, we'll be talking more about the national return of Alternative Baseball from the dreaded COVID-19 pandemic. This time with two guests from the Med City Moonshots in Rochester, Minnesota, manager Jeremy Delaney and ace pitcher Andy Slayball. Please give them a warm welcome. Gentlemen, I hope you all are doing well today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Taylor. Thanks. Very good, very good. So let's jump right into it. Personal stories of getting involved. Here's the thing. Last year, for those who don't know, we ended up on, a, on many more media stations than we ever had been before, thanks to a lot of the professional leagues canceling out. And really, it gave us more of an opportunity to tell our story to a national audience for the very first time to levels we had never done before. So that's the best thing about it. So speaking of national coverage, I'd like to learn your personal stories of how you got involved and how you found out about Alternative Baseball in the last year. Jeremy, why don't we start with you? Uh, yes, Taylor. So I, I uh, saw the – I ended up seeing a story that was run by KIMT3 about starting up Alternative Baseball Organization here in Rochester, Minnesota. I was waiting um, to see my, my son that has Down syndrome. He's about nine years old. And as he gets older, uh, as he's growing up, I wanted him to be able to get into – a sport where you can play baseball by the major league rules. Uh, there's nothing like ABO here in Rochester, Minnesota. So once I saw the, the article that you put out through KIMT3, I seized the opportunity and had reached out to you in regards to managing uh, and coaching a baseball team right here in Rochester. Very good. Yeah, absolutely. And it started building up from there, basically. With COVID, recruiting was a little bit slow at first, but eventually we had momentum going in our favor, finally, when we had more media coverage. And I'll get into it in, the, in a minute before we talk about this. But first, Andy, how did you get involved? And where did your interest in baseball exactly come from? Tell us your story. So, um... I met uh, Jeremy at this at High Point Church this spring, and so he said something about the alternative baseball organization. So I uh, I started asking him about it. I I always that was my favorite sport when I was growing up. So I decided I wanted to know more about it and. So uh, 
when I got there, he right away he had some papers for me to sign and everything just worked out great. So now I'm getting to know more what it's like in baseball and stuff like that. So very I'm good. really enjoying it. That's fantastic. Now tell us your personal story and who is Andy? Let let everybody know who Andy is. So I grew up Amish. Um and I like we used to play baseball at school and stuff and it's just a lot of stuff that I did not know. Like we didn't have rules and stuff, so we we just kind of however we wanted to and stuff so it's out here it's a lot different for me to um, get to know people and stuff like that so I'm just glad I have Jeremy here to support me in it and help me work my way through it so awesome awesome and I know in our introduction that we noted that you're going to be the ace pitcher for the Med City Moonshots. How did that come about? How did you decide to pitch aside from from participating primarily in any other position? So uh, I I could pitch pretty good. So I uh, said something to Jeremy here about it, and he told me or mentioned something about maybe going over to the yard in Rochester here and um, practicing. And over there, we went there a couple weeks ago, and I did really good. So that's that's when I made the decision to start pitching. So in a sense, you found a new talent, and now you're running with it. Right. Awesome. Yep, exactly. Awesome. We've had quite a few stories of, of those individuals who hadn't had as much pl- structured playing experience through the years, like Tyler Arnold, who plays on the Cobb County Blue Devils down in Powder Springs. We had decided one week when I was coaching the original team down there that basically we were going to test everyone's pitch speeds on a radar gun. My mother had gotten me for Christmas for for pitching and we decided to utilize that in the practice and just see how fast and how consistent everyone can pitch because the team needed a new pitcher to be able to develop our second team so we needed really needed to develop two pitchers we had one but we needed to develop another however we gave the ball to this young kid who was 15 or 16 at the time and we put the gun on him, and he was throwing 65. He was throwing 68. And eventually, he developed his speed over time over the next two years to where he was pitching as fast as 81 miles per hour in one of the pitching cages at at then SunTrust Park, which is now Truist Park over in the Cumberland area of Atlanta. And there's definitely been quite a few stories of individuals who have discovered positions and discovered new hidden talents within our organization. And they just taken the ball literally and, and they ran with it. And I hope you have the same amount of success and I wish it for everybody in the organization getting back up and started 
post-COVID because I know that I truly miss being out there myself watching everybody practice. And speaking of practices, Jeremy, tell us, when are, when are the Moonshots planning to start practice and where? So our very first practice will be June 2nd. We're going through Rochester Parks and Rec for our fields. So we have two separate fields. Uh, Right now, one is at McQuellen Park. Field one is where we'll be practicing at on Wednesdays. Uh, But due to some of the beer leagues and the other other folks that have (laughs) games set up. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, Saturday, we're we're practicing at Meadow Park. And that'll be at 10 a.m., and then the Wednesday, uh, for, uh, starting June 2nd, the Wednesday, Wednesday practices will be at McQuellen Field 1 Very at 5.30 p.m. Very good. And that's 5.30 p.m. Central Time for fans on the East and the West Coast and in, and in Mountain and Arizona time. So that is 5.30 Central Time in the afternoon. Everything Minnesota is in Central Time. Well, speaking of fantastic times ahead... Why don't you tell us about the, the donation that you recently have been given from none other than the Major League Club, the Minnesota Twins, in partnership with Pitch In for Baseball? Uh, absolutely. So the Minnesota Twins, once we ran the story in the Star Tribune, which is up in Minneapolis, the uh, Minnesota Twins reached out to me and said they wanted to help in any way they could. So right after that, they, they ended up deciding they would donate us all of our equipment through a group called Pitch In for Baseball and Softball. It didn't take much longer, and we ended up getting a bunch, uh, two, two cat, sets of catcher's gear, wooden baseball bats, nice. gloves, helmets, batting gloves, uh, just a list of stuff. And it was, you know, simply by seeing that advertisement that came from the, the uh, Star Tribune, the article in the Star Tribune, it came back and they found out about us and they called me up immediately. And next thing you know, they wanted to go ahead and fund all of our equipment. And uh, there's some other stuff we're going to be working with the twins here to come up in the future as well. Like what? Do you know yet? I've spoken to them about hosting a clinic down here where they'll bring in some of the folks uh, like college uh, coaches to come down and work with everybody with the ABO. That's one example. Uh, I've, I've also talked to them possibly about going up and having an opportunity to meet the current players. Uh, of course, that's going to be a post-COVID once, you know, the players are completely right. free of this. We, we right. may have an opportunity to go up and meet some of the players. So there's a lot of different uh, things that they've kind of uh, thrown at me, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Very nice. Very nice. We're looking forward very much so to the continued development of that relationship of the partnership, not only with the Moonshots and the Twins, but also with the national organization as we're going to strive to develop different partnerships and different relationships. We try to be, we try to develop the best relationships with the major league teams as we possibly can so that we can find help and support for our individual teams and rural suburban and urban towns across America and that's definitely a fantastic start for for y'all for the moonshots for sure all right let's talk about the team name of moonshots for sure where did it come from and how'd you come up with it 
Well, so so my my wife and I were talking about trying to find a name for the team, and I was scratching my head, and and I went, we went all all over the place, and my wife said, why don't you look up kind of slang terms in baseball, and found out about you know what a moonshot is. It's a a, a home run 440, 600 feet. It's called moonshot. And about that time was where I said, that's it. We're going to call it the Rochester Moonshots. I've, I've got it. And, of course, you know, Taylor, that's after I talked to you, you kind of threw in an idea over the Med City for, uh, you know, uh, the hint at the name of the town here. And it just it just flowed together. And I said, you know what, Taylor? That's it. It was the Med City Moonshots. And we went with it from that moment forward. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, see, so I'm hoping – for y'all that this season will in fact be a moonshot as successful as a moonshot, so to speak. So what are you looking forward to the most about this coming season, being able to return from the COVID-19 pandemic after we all had to wait pretty much almost two years to get back on the diamond on a national level? Well, well, we are very excited. I've had a huge turnout here in Rochester I was uh, actually sharing with some folks that up to 19 players that have, are now wanting to be part of the team. And I have plenty of, of equipment and coaches and folks that want to work with us. So I think that we are really excelling. Uh, we have changed uh, some of the mask mandates here in Minnesota. Fans are back in the stands at 100% capacity. Awesome. So we can make this happen right here in Minnesota. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I'm very excited for everybody up there that's going to be able to have this opportunity. And hopefully everyone will thrive with it. I know they will. And I know everyone under your leadership will be successful with it. Speaking of teams up there, tell us about your relationship with the Rochester Honkers. They're a, for those who don't know, summer collegiate baseball is very popular in the Midwest, it isn't just down in Georgia with the making bacon and Savannah bananas. There's also teams up there like the Wisconsin Woodchucks. The forgive me if I get this wrong. The Moncado Moon Dogs, and then you have the Rochester Honkers. And so. We're working on developing a good relationship with the Honkers to be able to continue having events at their stadium and doing events with the team as well. So why don't you tell us about how that came about and your relationship and what's going to be in the works in the near future with the Honkers? Well, so I went in and spoke to the manager of the Honkers because I had read in in the rules with the ABO that we, we have pro games. And I said, wouldn't it be great if we could have a one based off of pro game rules uh, w- that we could end up playing against like the, the honkers, a collegiate uh, team with the Northwoods league. I walked in and I asked the uh, current manager there, J- uh, Jeremy Agard, and he didn't bat an eye. It was one second later. He said, absolutely. We would love to put this game on for you right here at Mayo field. So Uh, That day that they're actually running it will be on July 24th, and they play a game that afternoon that they're going to have fireworks and all types of big stuff that afternoon. But they're going to do a doubleheader where they're going to play the ABO, and then they're going to move into their other game. Very good. So we're going to end up getting out there and playing uh, on July 24th. They'll be nice and and tired by the time it's over with. 
yes, absolutely. <laughs> they'll be they'll be completely tired by the time they get to the next game. Uh, but also with that, we uh, set up a celebrity game, and I, I spoke to uh, the honkers again and said, "Hey, is there any way that we could use Mayo Field to do a celebrity game?" So uh, he said, absolutely. So July 10th, we are going to be hosting a a game there. uh, July 10th at 7 p.m. is is game time start. And it will have like local celebrities in in Rochester. I have some of our house representatives. uh, The the mayor, Kim Norton, will be out. There'll be quite a few other folks, including firefighters, uh, police department, that will be playing the ABO team, which I'm really excited about. That one there will be live streamed for everyone that's connected with the ABO to watch. Very good. Very good. And we'll do everything we can to try to get it on our Facebook page for the national organization as well so that everyone beyond the ABO world can really get invested in it and and watch the game as well and watch the experience being played out as indeed y'all will be playing the first alternative baseball game since November of 2019. And that was the last game, of course, before COVID, the dreadful pandemic. Uh, Well, at least looks like we're on the mending end of it. That's for sure. And we're trying to phase everybody in and hopefully too, we'll be able to get some of the other teams for y'all to play against eventually some maybe at Mayo field too, like up in Walsall, Beloit, Springfield, Illinois, and maybe others too. We're definitely hoping so, Taylor, uh, that these guys, uh, you know, if the, if the other teams around us are, you know, getting built up and have had the success that, you know, we've had, we've had a blessing here, uh, to get them going up, I uh, will absolutely love to get on the road and, and play the teams on their home turf as well. Very good, very good. And you even expressed interest and in take a trip all the way down to Georgia to play our, one of our original teams as well. Absolutely. I was actually wanting to see if I couldn't make that work. I think that after we play our celebrity game and also with our honkers game, uh, you know, if, if everything goes well, we're also hoping that uh, eventually we can make the long trip and play maybe Dallas or uh, even Chattanooga. Yeah, definitely, for sure, for sure. And there's definitely other teams and route there that we're working on building as well that would be great fits for y'all to play exhibition games against too. And we're looking forward to getting everybody back on the baseball diamond. And hopefully everybody will be back in action post-COVID by late August. We have some teams such as the Med City Moonshots, the Indianapolis Flames, as well as several other teams like the Chester County Crocs over in Chester County, Pennsylvania, which is the county west of Philadelphia. It's a suburban county. They started their practices back a few weeks ago, and they've had a lot of success, and their numbers have steadily continued to increase in terms of recruitment. So we've been having very good results thus far, and optimism is in the air for not only – the greater Rochester, Minnesota area, or the greater Philly area, or down here in Georgia, but everywhere throughout the country, too. And it's all thanks to our supporters, their continued support of our movement to hashtag power through perceptions throughout hashtag our pastime and our experience. So, speaking of support, 
Last question that I have. Where are we at with recruiting and what are your team's exact needs moving forward? Like what, what else are you needing from the community? What would you like to see happen and how else can the community help you? Uh, Taylor, we've had tremendous support here in Rochester. I couldn't be thankful enough to, to everyone here. Uh, we have all the players that I would need uh, to, to be able to make this work. Uh, plenty of volunteers. Uh, also, I've had lots of support with the folks that want to come out for the celebrity game to play us on the 10th. Uh, what I truly would like to reach out to everybody that, that's listening here is that if there are any other teams that are out there that are having success getting up off the feet off their feet and they would like to host the Med City Moonshots, we would be more than happy uh, to to play. If you reach out to Taylor, I'm sure there's a way we can connect. We'd love to be able to play a game on the road if, if folks are having the ability to get their teams going like we have. Um, and then if there's anyone that needs my assistance in any way with ideas or uh, ways to, to kind of have the community success that we have, because we've really been blessed here. And I, I just want to say that if, if anyone needs any of my assistance, I would be more than happy to help. Fantastic, fantastic. The more help, the barrier, right? And that's what we call the community to do. And so we are continuing to search for more players, for more volunteers. And even if you want to begin a new team in Fargo-Moorhead or Mankato or Minneapolis or anywhere within the United States where we don't already serve, you can go on to www.alternativebaseball.org and I'm sure the Moonshots would love to travel to your area to play against your team once you get yours set up and we work out the logistics. But again, if you'd like to play, volunteer, or coach, or even umpire, you can log on to www.alternativebaseball.org today. With that, I believe we will be concluding our Around the ABO podcast for this week. Thank you all very much for listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and your favorite of your other favorite speaking platforms for podcasts. And we will talk to you again next time as in the wise words of Mari Povich until next time, America. Thank you.